BlackRock Broadcasting presents Two Brothers, One Pilot. Two brothers talking about all the pilots. You're not sure if you really want to see, but then you're like, I'm interested to see what other people talk about, but I'm not really sure if I'm interested in that. But then I'm going to say, oh, you know what? I'm going to listen to these two random guys who think they know what they're talking about. And I'm going to be like, yay or nay. Welcome back to another episode of Two Brothers, One Pilot. I'm Tim. And I'm Jax. And we're here, Jax. We finally waited. Ten years later. Tonight is the night. And (laughs) my God, it's happened again. Here we are with Dexter New Blood. Jax, I'm so happy with my opening that I don't even know if I want to continue because I feel like I'm just going to get more and more disappointed. Uh, and but here we are. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're doing Tim, Dexter. Tim, Tim, Tim. We're back. You, you, you're getting you're getting way ahead of yourself. So you're saying it's been ten years, but we're doing a new pilot for a show. What do you mean ten years? For for the for the crazy viewer, for the the young uh, teenagers listening. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. We're because we're doing a new show. It's Dexter New Blood, a TV series. The first season. If you get on Paramount Plus on your bloody <laughs> Apple TV thing, if you're an Australian, you have to subscribe to one thing, then subscribe to another thing, and pay way too much. Money to watch this show. Mm-hmm. It's actually the first episode of the first season of Dexter New Blood. So Tim, what do you mean? Do you possibly mean that this is ten years later, a legacy series? Because Dexter, the Miami's favorite serial killer, mm-hmm. uh, he had te- eight years. Sorry, I was going to say ten. He said eight years, season one to eight of an amazing TV series, Dexter, that. Uh, had a bit of a notoriously bad ending, uh, which we might cover on our <laughs> other slightly less successful podcast that we've just started Top and Tail, soon to be yes. more successful. But uh... Incredible segue. <laughs> uh, in, uh, look, there's been worse segues, but I don't know how many uh, how many better segues there's been into, uh, thank into you. a flawless, flawless transition into uh, into our top and tail section of this podcast <laughs> where we go did you just like wait for this week's episode and then realize that we we didn't release one and then it says top and tail presents and go am i on the right podcast what the fuck is a did top I and act- a tail Do, yeah yeah like what's a what's a top what's a tail i'm a human i don't have a tail so what's going on no so top and tail dexter where we do the pilot where we do the finale and we top the show and we tail the show. It's our new podcast. It's what this is going to ultimately dissolve into. We're almost done. We've only got about 11 episodes to go of Two Brothers, One Pilot. Oh my God. Yeah, that was a reveal that I didn't hype up at all. You didn't hype that up at all, Tim. The cat is out of the bag. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we have been doing Two Brothers, One Pilot for over a year now. We've been in lockdown, out of lockdown, in lockdown. We've just come out of lockdown. And as we've been coming out of lockdown, like a a butterfly coming out of a cocoon, uh, we as as podcasters are coming out of our cocoon of Two Brothers, One Pilot, which we look at a pilot of a show that we couldn't give a fuck about. And now we're going to be looking (laughs) at the pilot of a show that we loved and adored and then revisiting the finale of a a 
show that we've loved and adored, or maybe that we've hated. The best and worst shows ever made. The with all shows, any show, all things that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get to a point where we've seen too many shows and we're just going to be like watching pilots of finales or whatever. But essentially, yeah, we might we're be looking... Like, Two Brothers, One Pilots, back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, like, it's... the stream alive. Essentially, it's Two Brothers, One Pilot, One Finale. But with a sexier, In smoother point. title, Top and Tail. Yes. And that is spelled Top and Tail. Like yeah, yeah. I actually said an and chips. then. I should not have said an and then. Yes. It is and specifically it be... little n. Little yes. n. No more. And no our less. titles are so clever that you'll see in the description. We're like pilot mm, finale. <laughs> months of shows. That comes out bi-weekly. That'll, that'll sort of kick off in the new year. Once Two Brothers, One Pilot is finished. We'll do way too many promotions. You'd be like, man, I know you guys are doing another podcast. Stop explaining it. Shut up with the promotion. I'm trying to quit smoking at the start of this year. Exactly. I'm trying and to much kick like, sugar. Yes. Much like Dexter New Blood. This is technically a new series. This could be the first <laughs> thing anyone has ever watched. So this could be the first podcast anyone has listened to. And we've got to capture those people. Because Jax, to quote Michael C. Hall, Ooh. the blood... Thirsty Dexter himself. <laughs> we could have done better. And oh, I, so he's already retroactively disliking Dexter New Blood. That's interesting. Uh, yes, an and interesting I'm not even going to give a description this week, Jax, because my what? description is, despite it only being eight years in real life, Dexter come back ten years later. <laughs> that makes sense, Jax, because that makes sense. So it's been ten years, and we've, we've left Dexter, and he's a lumberjack. But maybe now he's not a lumberjack, because, Jax, I'm going to dive straight into it. And because showrunner Clyde Phillips... Oh, I'm so glad he came back. I'm so glad he came back because he was like, no, no, Steve Buck, you idiot. Scott Buck. Dexter doesn't finish as a lumberjack. Dexter finishes as a retail salesman because that is his true passion. And that is why I want to come back and retell this story because, Jax, we could have done better. We could have done better. We should have finished him selling guns, not being a lumberjack. And... Oh, he does lumber some jack, and by that I mean he chops wood in a forest. This show <laughs> is essentially like, what was your favourite part about the aesthetic of Dexter season 1 to season 8? And I would be like, Hawaiian shirts and sweaty, sweaty boys. And they're always like drenched in sweat, there's always sweat patches all over them, they're always mm-hmm. wearing Hawaiian shirts, everyone's always like, but God, it's so hot out here, isn't it hot out here, Dexter? And Dexter's like... Yeah, I guess it is, Angel. It's very sweaty and hot. So, like, how are we going to change that? Let's make it exactly. cold. Cold yes, like an episode cold. of Fargo, you know? It's like someone was like, man, remember those Game of Thrones books? Oh, yes. Fire? Let's oh, yes. That. It's gone from marine to uh, beyond the wall. That's yes. what's happened this season. Yes, it's different. Oh, because yes. <laughs> the best part about this, Jax, the Ooh, best yeah. part about... Just Dexter in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. opening titles. So you <laughs> know, you know how much I loved it. When the, the show started, and we didn't get the probably best opening titles potentially of any series ever. But mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. we got him running through a forest and not killing a deer and going, mm-hmm. ooh, look at me suppress my dark passenger. Yep, I clearly yep, yep. haven't killed in the 10 years, despite it only being eight years in real life. <laughs> that's really, uh, that's really nagging on you. That two well, year difference. I, I, I love the nitpicking. I love the nitpicking what there. What the it's... fuck is the point? Because as far as I'm aware, 
these guys were so tired at the end of Dexter that they had to age it up two years in real life because the last two seasons of Dexter's filming aged them double speed, you know? That's a pandemic. Oh, oh, oh Jack, got him. But, but you know what it did? You know what it didn't do? What? Age Dexter's that. hair in a, in a good way. Michael C's Hall's hair in this could be one of the worst things I've ever seen in my entire life until I started watching this TV series. Because, Jax, my favorite thing in a TV show, my favorite thing is mm-hmm. when we go, mm-hmm. we're back. It's been years. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to do any cool stylistic opening. We're just going to run through. We're going to be like, wow, this is how I deal with my dark passenger. Yep, yep, and yep. Um, and then, you know you know what's even better than that, Jax? What? How about we just see him feeding some fucking goats? But you know what's even better? <laughs> you know what's even better than that, Jax? What? What? His imaginary version of Deb looking in his eyes. Dexter's perspective of his sister, Deb, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. sister who so tragically, spoilers, died in the final episode of season eight. Looking into his eyes as if she wants to fuck him. It's incredible. It's an incredible addition to Dexter's own, own imagination of Deb. <laughs> so, now we're, so now we're seeing Dexter looking into his sister's eyes, giving her the impression that he also wants to fuck her because that's how she's looking at him. That is exactly where I wanted to pick up eight to ten years later, Jax. But not even that. Not even that, Jax. What the best part about all of this is that instead of getting the greatest opening title sequence of any TV show ever, we get the shittest, most pathetic title screen ever that made me literally just want to turn the TV off. Oh, Tim, are you talking about the fact that instead of a minute 30 of precision, incredible stylistic close-ups and micro close-ups of um, amazing breakfast morning workout get-together. He's making blood oranges, but then there's a bit of blood in his cereal. Kind Jax, of are you referring create... to our TikTok video that we made? Tim, are you, uh, talking, are you talking about the fact that because we watched this episode and we were so disgraced by New Blood's lack of a trailer, we made our own trailer in homage <laughs> of season one to season eight's, uh, not trailer, sorry, our opening credits? Because yes, Tim, I am referring to that. Dexter has the most uh, iconic opening titles. And then this season, Dexter New Blood, which if you're on a streaming service, and you go to watch it, it's not Dexter Season 9, but it's called New Blood instead of Season 9. It's a different, like, link to click. Like, this is very separate. Exactly, and... Jax, which gave us permission to do it for the pod. It's a different show. So thank you, Paramount Plus, for letting us do this. Otherwise, we will be breaking our, uh, you know, our, our vows as our podcasters format. to do yeah. uh, <laughs> only podcasts. You've got to sign the podcast oath that once you do something... You can't do anything else. And nothing is more sacred than saying random things on a podcast and then kind of Without abiding any by any proof or any know. research. <laughs> Much like Scott Buck did for the final few seasons oh, of Dexter. Oh, oh, Tim, let me get to a Scott Buck thing. But we're getting so far ahead of ourselves, Tim. Tim, the opening titles. It is essentially a big picture and it says Dexter, new blood. And it's all icy and cold. Like a... Like a like a uh, a fan-made version of a Game of Thrones, like the final season, winter has come kind of looking image. Nice. And there's a bit of blood spattered on the bottom. Because it's like, remember Dexter? He's a bit of a killer character, Jax, if you know what I mean. Because, uh, to quote Dexter, mm-hmm. 
I have a thing for blood. <laughs> Tim, before we get into the pun city central that the first hour, uh, half an hour of the show is, you mentioned something very interesting earlier on that you just kind of threw to the side and kept going. And I, I let you mm-hmm. keep ranting, but I knew mm-hmm. I'd have to come back. Mm-hmm. His hair. So, Tim, I've just got to be honest. <laughs> so, Tim, I've got to be honest. I We've recently done for Top and Tail the pilot and the finale and the best of worst plots, and I watched about 20 episodes. But then I did the unthinkable. I rewatched Dexter for the first time since its atrocious finale, and I've watched every single episode in the last month mm-hmm. of season one to eight. And, Tim, what's the one thing that remains from season one, episode one, to season eight, episode 12? What remains? What is the one good thing? And I'm not talking about Michael C., Hall's amazing acting. I'm talking about his fantastic set of hair. His sexy, amazing set of hair. Sometimes <laughs> he's like distressed and his hair looks like he hasn't combed it or whatever. And his sister's like, your hair looks like a bloody banshee. What are you doing there, Dexter? And he, and I'm just like, what are you talking about, Deb? His hair is sexy and amazing. It looks unkempt, but he's unkempt at this point in the story. Every single second of the show, his hair is incredible. It's because they've got the incredible opening titles that they somewhat have to match. <laughs> but no, there's... Whereas this there's, show doesn't. It strategically doesn't have that. That's no, actually the it, reason the opening his, titles are. It's, it's shortcut in this. It feels like they just got Michael C. Hall on his, like, you know, break from another thing, another bad movie no one's heard of. And yeah, he's just like, like this yeah. is what my hair has to be. They're like, okay, we'll yeah, just leave yeah, it yeah. like that. But they Dex's Tom hair yeah. has a vibe, has a feeling. It's slightly more long than like his six feet, uh, six feet under days or anything like that. It has this mm. vibe that really makes me feel like it's Dexter. And I had the feeling when I saw the trailer and it took me about 45 minutes of this 55 minute episode to kind of get used to his hair. But yeah, that was his whole look. Like the acting is, he's he's spot on. Michael C. Hill is just a f- fantastic actor. Yeah, he's never crazy. If, with the worst dialogue, even in the finale of Dexter, like the original finale, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he was killing it. The whole of season eight, he's killing it, even though the dialogue and the writing and the storytelling is completely subpar and atrocious. He's still bringing as much as he can bring to it. But man, the hair, yeah, I really, really notice it's, it. It's it's crazy, and it's so weird because this. This is a tale of two cities, this episode, really. Oh, classic reference to Lost, or that book Lost references. <laughs> I was actually referencing Scott Buck in how he usually takes on very good properties and makes it potentially one of the worst things ever made. But I appreciate, Tim, yeah, Tim, I appreciate well, your reference too. Tim, can I just, uh, can I just, because I'm going to forget, and we're getting, we're getting sidetracked with too many things. Uh, Scott Buck, notorious yeah. for taking over Dexter... And he created season six to eight. He actually wrote so many episodes in the first five seasons that are really, really the good. Stephen Moffat effect. Jack. Yes, except Stephen Moffat made two incredible entire arcs and six seasons of amazing Doctor Who. I would Rowan. argue season six is a good season of Dexter, but let's go on. I actually think season seven of Dexter is one of the best. It's really, really great. So I take everything I'm saying, disregard for season seven. Here I am to say, uh, my name's Scott Buck. And I'm here to fuck up the final seasons of Dexter. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's Incredible. that's my uh, Kill Bill slash Dexter slash Scott Buck reference. And you know what's funny, Jax? It's funny because because I, I, I'm just gonna completely I, I bailed out of the accent midway, so I didn't nail the yeah, joke. Yeah, look, I was I was 
interested that you attempted an accent at all, really. But it's really interesting because we usually do first episodes. This isn't a first episode. It's a season nine. It's Clyde Phillips coming back being like, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to fix the ending yeah. Of, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. of Dexter. Yeah. And it's really interesting because this should feel like an entirely new show. So I shouldn't get annoyed that this doesn't... It is a new show. It's labelled as Dexter. Oh, Tim, if you watch this as a first episode of something, it would be one of the worst things you've ever seen. It sucks. Yeah, but I watched it as a first episode of season nine, Jax, and it still could be one of the worst things you've ever seen. Oh, yeah, it's atrocious. We haven't got to the nail nail in the coffin yet, but this this fucking sucks. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, And and it's funny, because I shouldn't feel offended that this is a a new show, and it looks different, it feels different, the music's different, but I do, Jax. I do get offended because yeah, it yeah, shouldn't yeah. feel different. It should feel like season nine, yeah. but it doesn't. And as Dexter has a thing about blood, well, Jax, I have a thing about shit excuses for a reboot TV series. <laughs> and this is one. And this is one. You know what? <laughs> and and one of the best things is when the yellow-eyed demon comes out and he's like, I'm the bad guy, baby. And you're like, okay, okay. I actually that thought that was one of the strongest parts of the whole episode. I was like, Ooh. Is it because you recognized an actor other than Michael C. Hall? Because that's right, everybody. That is right. Literally no one except Michael C. Hall uh, yes. and Jennifer Carpenter, who isn't a carpenter in this, but is in fact a, uh, Lumberjack. a dark passenger-esque character. Um, I, um, there's literally none of the returning casts except uh, a couple that I won't spoil because they don't feature in this episode. Yeah, um, yeah. As far as I'm aware, uh, no no one from the original cast is coming back, which is just so hard to grasp. And yeah, it feels yeah. like an entirely new series. Um, and and it, it really feels like Red Dead 2 to Red Dead 1. It's like oh, super different, yeah. but it's attempting to be the same thing. And it's like, it's just missing the mark it's so close. And the reason why I say it's a tale of two cities, bringing that back, is because the first half of this is really picking up where Dexter kind of left off. And, and, and I guess they couldn't really just be like, oh, he's not a lumberjack, we're just ditching that. So they try and sort of like bring that in and be like, we're doing like a small Fargo-esque kind of town where everyone knows each other. It's a small village. Um, and then sort of the, the thing you know has to happen, happens. And... And... It finally ticks. And and that's where I really do think that this show actually does show a lot of promise. Like, I, I watched the first 35 minutes of this going, well, this is just insufferable. This is so bad. Michael so Seed bad. Hall, I don't think he's even really doing a very good job, to be honest. He's, like, trying to... He's, he's, he's so obviously not played this character in so long that I can see him trying to act as if he's trying to suppress the Dark Passenger. Whereas by the end of season eight of Dexter, he just was Dexter. And I've read numerous articles of Michael C. Hall saying that he was tired. He didn't want to play Dexter anymore, which is which is why he didn't really care about the ending and just was like, oh yeah, I think it could have been better, but I didn't have the energy to keep going. And it's like, but this, I just feel like I, I should love him. I should be obsessed with him. And I feel like he doesn't really bring that gravitas that he does... Uh, during the Dexter series, but then it ticks in. And then I'm like, oh, okay. They're trying to do this like he's trying to be someone else. He's not trying to be Dexter Morgan. And I'm hoping maybe that we really get to see Dexter Morgan this time and, and like ice struck killer brother Dexter, you know? And like not necessarily the Miami blood splatter donut bringing Dexter Morgan, but more just like the serial killer Dexter. 
and what's what's really underneath. And I think that is the most exciting stuff of this. Um, but but yeah, was there a moment for you when it sort of shifted and you went, oh, okay, this is actually going to be all right? Oh, um, it's actually so funny because so often I'll be like, we're brothers and we have so many similar interests. We love so many shows of the same. We both love Lost and, you know, mm-hmm. we, there's so many times where we talk and stuff and then you'll suddenly say something and I'm like, huh, oh wow, we really read this very differently. Tim, this is not the moment. Tim, I watched 35 <laughs> minutes of this episode and how many times did I stand up out of my seat and scream, this fucking sucks. Like I just got up and I just went, boom. Boom! Seven times. It was literally six. I counted them. Because every time I just got up and I went, what the hell? It's Harrison. It's clearly Harrison in the hoodie being just like, I mean, it's Harrison. Spoilers. Harrison's back, but he's a teenager now. Is he going to be a serial killer? Hopefully. Oh, fuck. Hopefully. We'll get to that. But honestly, the whole episode I thought was really bad. The only moments I enjoyed was the first two seconds of the show where Dex is like panting and running in the woods. And I went, oh, this is like filmed really beautifully there's like this really interesting kind of fargo-esque kind of you know game of thrones beyond the wall look to the show and that really got me in but then characters started talking deb appeared and started talking and i went oh uh deb uh you want to appear in an over lit oversaturated uh burnt out shot the way that uh harry was so it has that dreamlike effect like everything's been over brightened and it's oversaturated and it's very uh off compared to the rest of the shots no you just want to be in a normal looking shot just talking and so because of that we then have to have shots of dexter talking to you where you're not there to be like oh in case you forgot dexter talks to ghosts but they're not ghosts and it's shut up shut up show i hate it every side character every single time someone appeared they're like hey i'm the wacky masuka of new blind i'm like boo Give me Masuka. Get the fuck out of here. All the cops appeared. And I just went, why do I fucking care? I spent eight seasons with Angel and Quinn and Masuka and and that one guy that was always in every episode, but he never spoke any words because he wasn't paid to speak words. But he was there. He would have been (laughs) devastated to find out Dexter was a serial killer. I'm telling you, Tim, and I'll show you a photo later. And you'll be like, oh, I remember that guy. He's in like every episode. And he always just nods in the background being like, yeah, I'll go do that job, LaGuerta. But it's like, there's so much stuff to do with like the background characters and all this stuff like that I was so invested in. And now just being in this like random ice like village, who cares? And then suddenly, suddenly yeah. there's a Should moment. We get into maybe spoilers for this oh, yeah. if you don't really want to Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Suddenly yeah. we get into a point like 35 minutes in where this drunken guy coked out of his mind uh, starts ranting to Dexter and he starts revealing that the other guy in the other room who's been real sus and buying this super heavy automatic, super automatic, I don't know guns, but like a real mm-hmm. fucked up looking gun that looks like it's meant to be for war, not just for hunting. He's like, I want that one. And he's being put off and it's like, blah, 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 war. I mean, gun, like, uh, you know, yeah. politics and he, all that bullshit. He reveals that he drunkenly killed like five, five people. people. And and he didn't um, even just accidentally drunkenly kill them. Yeah. The guy, and they were doing the chicken. Episode, and then, and so yeah. essentially he is worthy of being killed by Dexter and his Harry's code, his dark passenger. Yeah. Yeah. And then you see Dexter suddenly change from this nothing character this 
Jim Lindsay. Oh, actually, before we get into the Jim great- Lindsay, which is a direct nod to the author of the books, Jeff Lindsay Jacks. Lindsay, yeah, I've literally, I'm Tim. I've just picked up the book. It's right next to my table. I just want to make sure I remember. And then to, yeah, to finish your thought kind of thing, essentially it ticks and you realize Dexter is is going to kill him. Going to kill and him he's, again, yes. He's hit the code yes. and then uh, and then he does kill this kid. Oh, that um, moment where he actually, because he hits him with the butt of the gun and then it cuts out and it's like, oh, that was just a dream sequence. That was just yeah, yeah, him yeah. imagining that he's going to do it. And I'm like, oh my God, we've now become a show where he fake dreams doing the good thing. That's the most American Horror Story season four thing. In Freak Show American <laughs> Horror Story, they right. did that like they, five they times. They it was so bad. The, they play with the rule of thirds and they do it on the second time, the real yeah, one. Yeah, and yeah. I was like actually shocked. I was like, Same. Wow, it, that is incredible. Like for the rest of the episode. I just, yes. Yeah. And then... And then Incredible the moment the rest really the I'm like, I'm in and I think this is going to be a really good show and I am going to continue watching. It's been a while. Oh, damn. And the narration kicks back in. The only thing it was missing was the music, like the... Which comes in the closing titles. And I'm like, oh, yes. It's almost cheating. It's like the new Halloween Kills movie. It's like... Oh, you can't just put the theme song in and be like, it's a good movie, right? It's like, no. It's like, no, movie. that music came out 10 years ago. That's bullshit that you can use this music 10 years later and be like, it's yeah. good because the music's there, right? Yeah, and yeah. I actually but, I'm like, but I am like, it's good because the narration and that music and everything just came in. We got Dexter on the kill table, like he, like in the first episode, we talk about it in Top and Tail, like yeah. the, the scary, vicious psychopath Dexter. Yeah. He gets that because he hasn't killed in so long. Yeah, And then yeah. sort of like the stinger of it, like he's like, side note is like, Harrison, I, I want to be your father or whatever. And then like, because it's been so long, he he slips up. And, and yeah, there's blood everywhere. Evidence. Yeah. And that, it's really interesting because it's like, that's really okay, cool. I, I am sort of starting to see this. I'm like, Okay, so, you know, if fucking Walter White was in a desert for, you know, in a snow for 10 years rather than like six months in the end of Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. You know, he'd, he'd probably slip up in the same way. And it's like, they are playing with that of like, oh, it's been so long that he's he's not masterful anymore. He's not yeah. going to get caught. Uh, yes, exactly, and, exactly. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sets up, the only thing I care about is that Dexter is going to get caught. And the only thing I'm so nervous about is that none of the original cast are going to find out. And, and I'm like, oh, it can't just be Harrison because we didn't meet this Harrison. Harrison was a baby. He was a kid. So I'm not going to... He wasn't a Harrison kid. He was a baby. Out. He was like a three-year-old. Yeah. So Tim, one last thing. I just wanted to let you know that the, the, the old school uh, showrunner, season one to four, he said that uh, the ending of this one will be stunning, shocking, surprising, unexpected, and without jinxing anything, I will say that the ending of this new season that we're doing will blow up the internet. And the article that I'm reading this of then says, quite a promise indeed. And I won't say quite a promise. (laughs) I will say that if you don't, if you don't come up with a better season finale than season eight, you have written the worst season of TV ever made. Because... Dexter season eight was the worst finale ever made from an amazing show. And then Game of Thrones Mm. was like, hold my fucking beer. No, hold 20 beers. I'm going to fuck that finale. I'm going to make that finale look like it's fucking (laughs) the gospel of TV. Yeah. Indescribable difference. 
Save it for Top and Tail Jax. No, Tim! I just want to know. You've seen the first episode. There's no serial kill of the year. There's no this, there's no that. We've got interest of Dexter coming back into his Dark Passenger. Can you imagine this final season, with the season it's created so far, can the finale fix Dexter? 100%, because Dexter's going to be the serial killer of this season. I just don't think it can, because I think that I wasted eight years watching Quinn, Angel, Masuka. I watched Miami. I watched Cody. Tim, am I going to get 25-year-old Cody or 18-year-old Cody or whatever he's meant to be? Am I going to get him finding out that Dexter's a serial killer? Because if I'm not, I don't want to watch this. And also, Deb should be alive for the revelation. So, show already ruined by Deb's shitty imitation of Harry. Because uh, that was probably the worst part of the episode. Ultimately, I'm actually really excited about this. I don't care so much about the first 30 minutes because in hindsight, I'm like, okay, it is like a 10 episode miniseries or whatever. They do have time for that. And yeah, I'm just yeah, glad that sure. they did do the... I was so fearful they didn't have any narration. So I'm just so glad that that narration is back. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, no, this is good. They actually did this well. I feel like they know what they're doing. All the things I feared were in this first episode. Harrison coming back, Deb being terrible. I'm like, all right, maybe I just got to accept that now. And I'm just, I'm hoping he makes his way back to Miami. I'm hoping like some original cast do come back. And I'm actually really excited about this. I am going to continue watching. And yeah, I'm just keen for Dexter. I just really am. Are you going to continue watching? Oh, Tim, as soon as he had the piece of shit guy on his table... I actually mm. think that that is... Because the kill table sequences where Dexter kind of has, like, DNMs slash, like, interrogation sequences slash kind of epiphanies to his own life. Like, there's so many things that he has on that table. This was... And I have seen every single kill table scene that's been in those eight seasons in the last month. It is one of the strongest. It is one of the most profound mm. and powerful moments of Dexter... And it's crazy because it almost made the other 30 minutes where I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like the side characters. I don't like the Dexter that we're getting. I don't like this fucking Jimmy Lindsay. I don't like any of this. And then it all just came barreling down into this mm. five to 10 minute sequence. As soon as he was there with the CG idea and he's like petting the yeah. CG idea and then the deer dies. And when and as soon as the deer dies, you know who shot it and you know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, and yeah. then you know what's going to happen. But as it, progresses and like transforms it yeah i agree with you in every sense of the word it's yeah. like everything that you it's wanted back. from it's dexter like, yeah and it wouldn't have been so powerful so quickly without like kind of a slow burn 25 30 minutes of just being like yeah, it's really oh, okay yeah i'm so in this you, fucking ice town and have, have just gone oh, i'll get it spoiled whatever You'll actually see that we, yeah, we kind of say this was terrible, but I actually kind of really enjoyed it by the end. And oh, I no, I loved it by the end, but I, I um, hated 60% of this episode. Like, I yeah, hated it. So but the 40% actually overrode it. But I felt like if I said that at the start, it would make everything I said at the start not like... Because mm, it was that moment of like, the start yeah. is fine, the middle is bad, the end is spectacular. And yeah, it's a really interesting thing where... I would say the start is pretty where, bad as well, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you're like, man, these guys really like talking about Dexter. And I wish I wish there was like maybe two hours more of content. Well, this is sort of Dexter Week, Jax. We're gonna we're gonna release we well, 
uh, this is out. We've released this an, a day late because we wanted to surprise <laughs> you all with a bit of top and tail hour, oh, an hour yeah. deep dive into the pilot and finale. And then we're going to do a Dexter sandwich. We're going to do a top and tail sandwich of Two Brothers. And later this week, we're going to release another episode of Top and Tail to really spice it up, get your juices going, get you back into the world of Miami and Dexter, but we're not in Miami. And we're going to do best and worst plot lines of Dexter. Oh, yeah. And both episodes are are much longer. We, We take time. We sort of pitch what we wanted season eight and sort of the new blood to be, which will be kind of funny now that you've listened to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, just get on board with Dexter. I really enjoyed it. I do think it's actually really worth watching if you have seen all of Dexter. If you haven't seen any of Dexter, don't, don't attempt it. This, this will, this, you won't be able to watch this. Um, but yeah, I'm very much looking forward to watching the rest of it. And um, I'll see you next time. Kiatches! This transmission was brought to you by BlackRock Broadcasting, a film and TV podcast network for you from us. Have thoughts of your own about the episode? Think this should be the ending of Dexter? Most likely. Then why not join the conversation on our socials at BR Broadcast on Twitter or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at BlackRock Broadcasting. Want to keep up to date but not sure when our episodes get uploaded? That's all good, dude. Just subscribe on your favorite podcast app and you'll be notified instantly.